Hi, I'm Cassie Hutton, a mom who sees you, a mom who wants to support you, and a mom who wants to encourage you to do what works best for you, no matter how unusual your parenting style might be. If it works for you, is healthy for your family, and is growing you in ways you need to grow, then it's time to step out of the feeling of guilt and shame and wear your barefoot mama badge proudly. Welcome to The Blessing, podcast number two. I am with Brittany Sewell, homeschool, homeschool mother of four. Um, she's also entrepreneur, business owner, and um, creator of Ezra Snacks, which is a sugar-free company that creates um, edible cookie dough, which is really good, and also protein cakes. So um, I'm really excited because she's been a huge uh, I don't know, like asset or influence in our life when it comes to eating healthy, but also um, it's just kind of organically our relationship has evolved because we're homeschooling and um, we live right down the road from each other. So we're not doing this podcast remotely. We are here together. I'm at her house and all the kids are playing. Hopefully safely. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking about that right before we got started. Like, I hope they're good. <laughs> Here we go. So, um, yeah, we're going to talk about, um, the, we titled this one The Blessing because Brittany's going to share her passion for just speaking out declarations over our children and how God speaks to her um, and downloads these declarations to her over her children, um, even before they're born, while they're in the womb, and just the importance of it and her heart behind it and her passion behind it. So I'll let you take it. Yeah, um, I'm not even sure where my desire or passion for this started, but I do know that I guess the like thing I can trace it back to was just when I was pregnant, I had a doctor, and he actually gave us a book. I should have brought it in here, but it is... I can never remember what it's called. I just call it the pink book, but he, I think he like bought them in bulk and he just gave them to every new patient and they are prayers over your children while they're in the womb. And in the beginning of the book, the lady talks about how, why do we wait until our baby is born to mm -hmm. pray for them? Like we're worried about their physical, like we're taking vitamins, we're eating well, we're doing all the right things to keep our baby forming well physically in our womb. So why would we not already start focusing on the spiritual development of our child in the womb as well? And so we've always used that with our kids. We'd read those different prayers of our kids and they come from a biblical place. Uh, you know, scripture, a lot of times is pulled into them and you're just kind of praying that scripture over your kids. And uh, yeah, I think there's just been some books I've read that are monumental. There's another one I read um actually know the author. I didn't know when I was reading it. It's called Imprinted. And she talks a lot about I am statements and just the value of creating I am statements for your children, for your family, for yourself, and speaking those over yourself. And so I just know the value of words. I know that words are important. They're valuable. The Bible obviously tells us they are, but yeah. also it's just, it's become so monumental for me. And so I think it like crushes me when I hear people like, say negative things about themselves or over themselves and like you know the more we say it the more we begin to believe it the things we say is how we act you know and I think that's why I my kids told me once recently my oldest Xander told me we were in the car and he said I think you're the only parent 
I think you are the only parents who all you listen to is worship music. I was like, oh, thank you. And he said, and that was not a compliment. <laughs> he was having a little attitude that night. He was like, and that is not a compliment. But I think even in songs, even in like goofy kid songs and stuff, I'm very like focused. And I try to tell my kids like what you songs are repetitive. They get stuck in your head. They're going to become the things that you're, you're even, even when you don't know that you're singing them, you're singing them. And those words are just repeating. And like, if you're repeating bad, negative things mm -hmm. subconsciously, like there's power in that. And I think that's very valuable. And I mean, as a kid, I remember I listened to, you know, whatever, pop music, whatever, regular cultured music. And, um, I don't know. I just, I really think even that's valuable. So I try to teach my kids like what you're taking in is going to come out and that's in words, that's in things you watch. And so it's just really important to me to speak life over ourselves, over our children and to teach them that, you know, cause they're going to come up against things in life that are like speaking the opposite to them. They're going to come up against things that are speaking, you know, uh, negative things towards them. They're going to feel negative things from people. They're going to, have people, you know, like things that aren't truth that are lies coming at them. And it's the same with knowing the Bible, right? Like you're going to, they're going to run into things that are going to be lies that we don't believe that the Bible doesn't say is true. And if they know the Bible, they can believe what's true over that. Even when everyone they're around or the culture they're around the same opposite and the same comes with their identity. Yeah. And so I just think it's really valuable. Yeah, it is very valuable. So I'm sitting here thinking about the difference between when I had my first two, I wasn't a Christian. And then when I had my third, I was, and just the difference in exactly what you're saying. I was even praying over her before I got pregnant with right, her right. and prophesying. And I knew, um, I already knew her name. I already knew, you know, um, like a lot of things about her and the difference between the pregnancies themselves, right. but then just the joy of, already knowing who had, who God had called them to be even before she was conceived right, in the world. Right, right. And, you know, just, just the, the scripture coming true of like, even before, you know, I made the earth, like, like he knew us even before we were ever here, you know? Yes. Yeah. And, um, the beauty of that, I even think about, um, when you're talking about the I am statements, like it's so important for us to know these things about our kids because the way that our heavenly father affirms us with saying, this is who I've called you to be. We're here mm -hmm. to steward that same yes. thing in yes. our yes. kids' lives. And the few things that like he has spoken to me about my own kids, I have to continually remind my kids when they want to step out into something that they're not called to, I have to remind them like, no, this is who you are. Mm -hmm. And mm -hmm. I know this, I'm not trying to, to sway them back or persuade them in the wrong way, but I know that I know that I know yeah. that God's called them into certain yes. areas, not that I know everything, right. but, but, but when I see them stepping off of that track, even if it looks like a good thing and it, and it could be a godly thing, I can remind them, no, remember, yeah. like I know for right. sure my oldest is a, is a watchman. Um, the Lord spoke that to me. And I also know that he is going to be more of an independent type person, but it's actually a good thing and a God thing. Mm -hmm. Not that he won't have mentors and people that he relies on, but he will do, a, do things a lot more independently than yeah. others. And yeah. so I have to remind him of those things because he's actually very, um, 
he likes to pull to certain people mm -hmm. and want to do things with them. And he thinks in the future a lot of like That's things that he'll yeah. do when he gets older and he'll get disappointed when his friends have said, I'm going to do that with you. And then like they've said, yeah. well, now I'm going to do this, you know, I mean, they're That's not. Good, so, right? yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but he actually came home heartbroken one day from it. And I was like, well, remember, you know, this yeah. is who you are yeah. and this is what God's called you to be. And just right. to reaffirm him that yeah. it's okay. Yeah. I think that's another reason why it's so valuable is for the, when you understand where the Lord has called your kids. And like you said, you don't know everything, but as you like tune in with the Lord so that you can guide your kids in the way of the Lord and where he's called them specifically and their giftings and things like that. You can also be aware of where Satan may come in to try to twist it or get them off course, or you can call them back into who they are so that they know, you know, or when they're sinning, you like, you're not just so focused on the sin, but you remember who the person is. You remember who your child is despite that. And you can pray them back under that place, even when they're older and they can't maybe walk, you know, you can't just go and be like, no, here, you know, I'm your yeah. parent, you're seven, <laughs> you're eight, you know, like come back. This is the way, but they're older. You know, you can pray them back into who God created them to be and speak that over them even when they're making their own choices. But I think it's super valuable because of, I think Satan a lot of times will take our, some of our greatest giftings and kind of twist them just yeah. slightly to get us off. And like, you know, I feel like I think that about myself a lot. It's like, okay, I'm doing this. Like, what is that? Like if I, I don't know, you just like being aware of how you're acting and how you're walking out in life and is it in the way God called you or is it been twisted a little, but just helps us to be protective. Like, to yeah. be the mama bear that we're supposed to be around our kids spiritually yeah, and to fight for them spiritually. Yes. That's so good. Yeah. So I want to move into like to give examples yeah. of some declarations that you've written out for your kids and how you bless your kids. Yeah. Um, well, I think it, I love this because you, you and your husband have read, um, Take Back Your Family. Did yes, I say it right? Yeah. yeah I, think um, I always call it something different. It's a great Jefferson, book. Jefferson Bethke. I yep, don't know if I'm saying it, it right. Yep. But um, so my husband and I are like, you know, about halfway through the book. It's but in the beginning, book. he talks about going to Israel and celebrating Shabbat on a Friday and how just that family culture and how um, <laughs> I love it because my husband and I were like, the whole next week we were screaming Shabbat Shalom. Shabbat, oh Shalom. yes. We were riding uh, past your son on the road. They were on a four wheeler. Yeah. So we, and it was a Friday. He screamed Shabbat Shalom. Oh my gosh. We loved it. That's we loved it. We were actually yes. going home to like prepare our house for Shabbat Aww. that night. And he, yeah. Like, oh. In the book yeah. though, he's like, I had never experienced Shabbat before, but in, he says in 0.6 seconds, I was yelling at the top of my lungs, Shabbat Shalom, <laughs> Shabbat Shalom. And because you just get, yeah. In the culture and, of it. yeah. Yeah. The family and just feeling the love from everybody, but especially your parents. And he talked about how, um, even the teenagers, that was something that he noticed. Like they weren't there because they had to be there. They were actually enjoying their yeah. time yeah. and enjoying this, these moments where the fathers are blessing the children. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. We have taken some stuff from home recently that we've started kind of putting into play in our family. So I guess I'll just jump into some of the examples we've done. Um, like I said, Starting in the womb, we pray over their name. Even our last uh, child we had, we thought about not uh, finding out the gender. And I really just felt like the Lord like spoke to me. Really, I was thinking because the culture we live in now and gender issues. I was like, no, I want to know the gender. I want to speak life over this baby. I want to 
speak declarations over them. I want to know who the Lord's calling me. I feel like I have more space when I'm pregnant to think about that versus when I'm in the newborn stage. So I was like, mm-hmm. I want all the downloads and like speak them in and all yeah, these things. That's really good. And then I, so I start then and we do those prayers over them. I try to like, I choose a name for my babies. I always have that has purpose and meaning. Mm-hmm. I mean, they did that in the Bible and you saw sometimes when like they share the sin of someone in the Bible and they're like, and their name means this. It's like, well, that was obvious. You yeah. know, and it's like, <laughs> if we don't think names have value, like yeah. if you read the Bible, you know, they do. And it's, it hasn't changed since then. It's yeah. not just something from back then. So I like find value in the name and I try to find places in the Bible where I feel like the Lord has like spoken like this is like a resemblance of who your child will, child will be. So there's like scripture that I can like remember over my child and like speak over them. Um, and then now that I have, like she said, we have a, uh, eight, a five and a three year old. And we, some things we do is for homeschooling. Um, we don't do this every day. I wish we did, but we don't, but we have like morning times together and we have, uh, I am statements. So it's things that for my kids that I've had since they were babies, that the Lord's spoken to me that we wrote out. And then there's some I ams that are like family I ams. So, um, an example for my oldest son. Oh, I don't have this here. No, example for my um, three-year-old. His says, I am Ezekiel Cruzul. I am made strong in the Lord. I point people to the cross of Christ. So those two things, the first two things on their items are like what their name means. So mm-hmm. he's made strong in the Lord. He points people to the cross of Christ. Um, his name means Lord strengthens Ezekiel. And then some of our family ones that, is going to be in everybody's I am statement. Say, I am a worshiper, a peacemaker. I walk in favor. I change the atmosphere with my attitude. I am a child of God. I am known. I am wanted. I am loved. So I have these written. They're in their like morning time homeschool books. We try to read these together. And then there's some more that get more detailed about what I feel like the Lord spoke about them. So in his says things like, I have extravagant faith in the Lord and point others to trust in the Lord. And I took that from the story of Ezekiel. I feel like that's where kind of the Lord obviously led me to with the name Ezekiel and just how he, despite like people looking down on him, he listened to the Lord and he did some really extravagant things to like Mm -hmm. declare who the Lord was and what the Lord was saying to people, even when they looked at him like he was crazy. And so that's one of the things that's in his. And then, so those, those are some things we do all the time. And then we also, there's many, there's several more items on this paper, but just kind of read a couple of those for you. But then also, we um, do a Friday night blessing. So we do Shabbat dinners and we have a blessing that we read over the sons and over the daughter in our house. And I actually took those from my friend. She is incredible with words. She has a passion for praying scriptures, like with people's mm-hmm. names in them. She like has a desire to write a book that has just like, or make an app that has scriptures of like, you put your kid's name in the scriptures and like declare it over them. So she wrote out a blessing and um, those say things like, um, you are a daughter of God and you basically, we speak a blessing to them. So me and my husband switch out on who does it. And, uh, one of those says daughters of God, I bless you to love God with all of your heart, soul, and mind. I bless you to love and to help others the way God does for you. And it just goes on. But we do that on Fridays to remind our kids of just calling the blessing, kind of what you said, like the teenagers, even they like just eat up the blessing. Like yeah. that's something they used to do so much mm-hmm. in the Bible is just bless. And we just don't do it as much. So we kind of yeah. take that time to do that. And, um, 
those are just some of the practical ways I guess I do that. And I do have another book that is kind of like my friend's desire. It's scriptures that you pray. And it's like scriptures over safety of your kids, scriptures over your the siblings' relationships. And you literally like insert your child's name and read it. Yeah. And that's that. really helped. Um, but yeah. Yeah. Yes. And so I did ask Brittany to share a little bit of Zion's story. Um, and so she's got Zion's um, declarations opened up. And so um, Zion was born in Ju July. July 10th, yeah, July 10th. of 2021. Um, and so I'm going to let her share Zion's story because we want Zion's story to be remembered. And all of these things that God spoke over him are still true to this day. And he's still. Um, has, I guess, really impacted people's lives. And yeah. so yeah. Um, she's going to let you know a little bit more about Zion. Yeah. So she said I had four kids. I named the three that I have. I have one that was born, stillborn, um, the day after his due date last July. And the reason why I didn't read all of those I am statements is because some of these within my kids' I am statements were pulled from their youngest brother who's in heaven, his like, life declaration because Nima hasn't talked about I think in the first couple of weeks we were like how it just like devastated me this idea of like will they even know him or remember him or like you know they're children and he's a baby like there's gonna be no like connection and Miguel talked about like he felt like what Zion deposited and like the journey we've walked with him like what the Lord has deposited in us through this like grief journey will be and the strength he brings out of us will be what the kids remember and know of Zion because it'll be yeah. like what we deposit in our kids. And then, so I guess from there, when I created these at the beginning of the year, um, I put, I took some of the ones from Zion's life statement and put it into each kid's. Mm -hmm. I felt like some of them are repetitive in their statements and some of them are for the specific child that's living because I felt like it's something they do carry and that could be. And yeah. so my kids know the ones with asterisks on their page that they have, they are from Zion. So Zion was my son that I said I've thought about not knowing the gender, but I decided to, and I'm so thankful I did for the sake of just feeling more connected and knowing him um, when he was in my womb since uh, he was born um, not living. But so his statement, it comes from straight from the Bible. There's like parentheses all throughout this of where it comes from. And my friend that I mentioned, she actually helped me write this, which was so helpful. Um, but we even, we read this over him his body in the hospitals. We got to um, just hold him for several days. And there are some that I was like, this doesn't even make sense. Like it, it talks about, he will make God's name great across earth. And I'm just like, that's, we were reading it. And I was just thinking, but how, you know, like mm -hmm. he's not alive. And I just thought the Lord said, like, he still will through us, through some of the things I've said through us sharing the story. So his says, I am Zion Malachi Sewell. You are made to praise God. So this one we wrote before he's born. So I was reading it over him. Obviously it's not an I am. So you are made to praise God and make his name great across the earth. I bless you to stand as a holy hill in whom God's light shines in, upon, and through. In you, God is known. He is exalted and mighty through your life. You are a dwelling place for the spirit of God. You are glad in the presence of God and you carry it everywhere you go. I bless you to trust God always and abide in him forever. I bless you to build up and to be a builder of the kingdom of heaven here on earth. You are chosen and deeply loved. You are a strong man of God who lives in and from integrity and honor. You are a man of the word and you stick to your word. I bless you to be redeemed by justice and righteousness and filled with justice and righteousness. 
you're restored, established, and favored. And so that's kind of the one we had for him. Like I said, even as I read it, it's been a while since I've read it, but I remember like we speak some of those over our sons right now, you know, that are like, yeah. yeah so, yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's beautiful. And I love it. And it, this is like just a really good reminder for me of the importance of, um, just continuing to pull these things out. And, but also, you know, it even just reminds me of the remembering part and like being able yeah. to come to your children and, and share stories and share, you know, history and the past and mm -hmm. keeping these things alive. Um, and, and because I don't know, I don't have that necessarily, yeah. you yeah. know, and I think we've talked about that some. And so, um, yeah, I just, the importance of knowing, I think when our children know that we've spent this amount of time mm -hmm. in praying for them and declaring these things over them, mm -hmm. and really that that's what a declaration is whenever um, a declaration is really, you're not just speaking something out, you're actually chopping the, the bad things yes. down, yes. and you're building the things that are supposed to go up and that yeah. that's the definition of what a biblical declaration is. And so it's not yeah. just that you're speaking these words out, but we have to really believe right. that our words hold power because it's the spirit within us that's releasing, yeah. um, the same power that raised Christ from the dead. You know, we speak that all the time, the same, the same breath that said, let there be light and created the world and created everything in it is the same breath that's coming out of our mouth. So we really do have the power to create these things in our atmosphere, in our home and over our children. Yes. And, yeah. and, and it becomes rooted in their heart. Our yeah. words are a seed that take root and grow. Yeah. So, yeah. and I feel like as you speak life, you're like putting to death other things. Yes. Like you said, you're chopping it, you know, like if, if the declaration is life, then something is being put to death. Yeah. You know? That's so, really good. I think, um, I would just say, like, if this feels, like, overwhelming to you, you know, it's taken me a lot of years. Like, I finally just wrote these I own statements, like, in an organized state, not just having them all in my head trying to remember, like, this past year. And I have a now eight-year-old, you know, so it's taken me a while. I know it's been valuable, but sometimes it's, like, actually writing it feels hard for me. I don't know why. And so um, if you're, like, how do I even start this, I guess? I was just thinking, like, what are, like, basic if you're like, I don't even know what the Lord's called. I don't know if I can hear the Lord or I just don't know. Like, just go to the Bible mm -hmm. and find scriptures that like our identity comes from God. And yeah. the Bible is his word, the word of God. And so our identity can be found in the Bible. And so for yourself, for your children, find scriptures and just begin to declare those over yourself. You yeah. know, and I mean, just find one that you're like, this is like, I want to be this or like, you know, I want my child to be like this and just start speaking that over yeah. your kids and don't just do it alone in prayer. Do it out loud to your kids. And yes, then I would say, it, yeah. yeah, I would say another just quick tip you can do is catch yourself when you say negative things, whether it's to yourself or out loud when you're frustrated and in the moment, like say something positive over that's something I always try to do is like, if I say like something negative, I try to like cover it up with positive. Like we are saying, like, yeah, cover it with life even if you don't believe it yet, like if you're talking bad about your own self because you feel put down and you say something negative, say something positive and like declare positive over yourself, declare life over yourself, even if you don't feel it yet. And just don't get overwhelmed with it. Just, you know, and if you like just have no idea like how to do it, well, just find a friend that can help you. I was telling her before this, like when your kids are acting in a way that do not line up with their IMs or do not line up <laughs> yeah. with the word of God and you're like, 
what is this? We're in this pattern of like this acting out and you don't know how to see a positive in it. Like ask a friend, like what's positive? And like, this is the best example is when like child was a baby, but I've had other ones when they're bigger, but this one was so monumental, I think. But I remember my daughter was so, she started crawling. She was just into everything. We were at a hotel room visiting with a friend and she was just like trying to get into something and we had like barricaded it and she was still going. <laughs> and I'm just like kind of annoyed. I'm like trying to talk and this like, she's just getting in their stuff. And I remember my friend saying like, Oh, she is determined. And she, she just began, she said things like she's going to be like uh, persistent and like determined and like do some incredible things one day. And I was just like, it just like was a light bulb moment. Of like, yeah. yeah, that's right. That's good. Shift. Yeah, yeah. Perspective. Cause I was like, Oh my word, stop, you know, yeah. like stop continually <laughs> disobeying almost, you know, I mean, she was crawling. She's a baby, Yeah, but it was still like, stop. And then she just like, was like yeah. And it's very true about her. Yeah. <laughs> she is persistent. Yeah. And there is good in that. So you just have to see the good in it. But, yes. Yeah. That's awesome. Well, thank you for sharing with us today. And um, I am sure y'all will be hearing back from Brittany um, on this podcast. Because, it's fun. Uh, yeah, it's fun. We are kindred spirits in so many ways. Yes. I'm learning a lot from her. And so I'm truly, truly deeply blessed by her and her husband and her family. And so anyways, thank y'all for joining us today and be blessed and speak the blessing. Thanks for joining me on this episode of Barefoot Parenting. Visit CassieHutton.com to learn more. You can also order my book, Finding Freedom, A Personal Exodus from Deception to Identity on Amazon. And something new that I've written this year is a made whole inner healing study. It's not available on any book platform yet. I offer classes to go along with the curriculum and they're offered at multiple times throughout the year. So reach out to me on Facebook or email me at CassieHutton27 at gmail.com for more information. If you've felt stuck and can't figure out how to move forward from past hurts, traumas, lies, and old belief systems, then this class is for you, especially if you're feeling stuck in your parenting. Everyone needs to go through inner healing at some point in their journey. Leaders in the church are especially sure to need to go through inner healing at some point. You deserve freedom and victory so you can help the next person find theirs. Remember, Barefoot Parents are doing things differently, so be encouraged today if you're feeling the pushback in your parenting style. You're doing something right.